Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Grapevine. I'm Wanda Williams. I have one of my most favorite singers that ever lived, believe it or not, and I'm going to tell you why, Mr. Melvin Riley Jr. Hi, how you doing? I am doing great, and thank you so much for the love, Wanda. I surely appreciate it. You know, you know I got a story to tell you, and I'm going to keep it short because we got 30 minutes, and we're going to do some other stuff together because I love your voice. You have a nice voice. You have a nice singing voice. Thank you. Uh, and I know you get this all the time. Let me tell you, if you were in the grocery store and I saw you, I would run over and I would say, Melvin, can you sing, oh, Sheila, but just sing the uh, uh, uh part? You know that part? You go, uh, uh, uh. Can you, would you do that for me? Would you do that for me? Like, just, you have to sing. And then I would walk away. I wouldn't bother you no more. I just want to yeah. say, this man is awesome. He wrote, oh, Sheila, he's a songwriter. He's a producer. Let me love you down. Okay, I love that. I just love the sound of that. Can you say that for me, uh, Melvin? Let me love you down. Say it for me. Let me love you down, Wanda. No, uh, no, no. You won't say it like that in the song. You're going to let me love you down. All right, that's all right. All right. We'll save that for later. We'll save that for later. How, I mean, oh, but, but not only are you a songwriter, because I didn't know if you wrote that song when I first heard it years ago. It kind of sounded like a Prince thing going on. But thank God videos had just came in. And so we thought, that's not Prince. This is this cutie pie here. Who is this guy? And we right, loved you. right. Lot, yeah, I got a lot of that when we first came out, right? <laughs> yeah. So, how did that make you feel? I mean, it was a, it's an awesome song, and you wrote it with uh, two of your band members, correct? Yes. Okay. Correct. So yeah. I was you... actually. Uh, well, it makes me feel great. You know, I mean, Prince is a legend. You know, one of the greatest entertainers and musicians and songwriters of all time. And at the time, you know, I was influenced by George Clinton from Parliament, mm. uh, Prince, mm. uh, Stevie Wonder, a lot of heavyweights. Oh, yeah. And sometimes when you're growing up listening to artists and you're a songwriter, sometimes their influence will come out while you're writing songs because those are some of the things that you love doing. But then you also have your own element of how you feel it. And, uh, you know, I come from a blues background. My parents are from Clarksdale and Marks, Mississippi. So I grew up listening to, to storytelling and blues artists singing about deep relationships and things. So when I started mm-hmm. writing and people started saying they thought it was trans or they thought it was so-and-so, you know, it's a compliment when you're a young man. You know, I was 18 years old, you know, oh, when wow. I uh, actually yeah. finished the song. Yeah, so, yeah, it was just, you know, and it was a great song, still is a great song. I'm thankful for that. I know, I know, I love the song. And um, also, uh, you do a lot. So this just this not just... Uh, you just do, you know, let me love you down and things of that nature. You do a lot. You are a producer and songwriter. And right. but when did you know you knew, you you knew how to write? How did you know that was a hit when you wrote it? Actually, we performed that song. I had written it. <laughs> I uh, wrote it when I was in my basement at home, and I did the da 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 da, and then I came up with the bass line. And so I was already feeling like the song was feeling good and then we actually went into Mm -hmm. the studio and performed the song and it was the spirit and the vibe was working so well 
that we kept playing it over and over again. So we knew we had something. And then after mm-hmm. we wrote it, we ended up, you know, doing other songs and other songs. So you kind of, when you're in the studio, you continue to write, and you kind of forget about certain songs. So Oh Sheila, you know, was actually the third single from our first album. So we started working on other songs. So it was people like yourself and DJs and the fans mm-hmm. that said, you know what, what about this song Oh Sheila? You know, what's up with this? And that's when we knew we really had a hit on our hands, when everybody mm. pretty much started talking about it and coming to us about it. Okay. I got to ask you this question. I love love songs. I do. I love, and I, okay. you know, men singing to women. But, you know, um, with y'all love songs, we love you for it at the time that we see y'all. Y'all looking good. Y'all singing all this. Uh, I'm going to fix your uh, bath water. I'm going to cook you dinner. I'm going to do this, <laughs> that, and the other. These are tall orders, okay? And I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't had too many men have done things like that. Y'all just be like, we. I think we'd be fantasizing, yeah, if we had a guy to do all this, and then we, we look at you and go, yeah, he could do all that for me. Why is it such a tall order with these love songs? Y'all know y'all wrong with this, but we love it. Women, we love We screaming, hollering, and why, why, why? Actually, that's the way when I'm writing a song, that's the way I'm feeling about treating a young lady. So it's not so much uh, just a song, but it's a reality that Mm -hmm. women are the precious, you know, joy that God blessed man with. And I believe wow. every man should treat their woman, you know, in that manner and spoil them and because they are the queens that they are. And so that's the reason why when I'm writing a song, I'm thinking about the beauty and the the, the different attributes attributes of a woman that should be exemplified in a song. And that's why I pretty much go into my mind and my heart and my head and I start singing these love songs the way that I do and writing that way. Ooh, no, you did not. Okay, that sounds good. I, mm, 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 I'm tempted. I, every man I meet, I ask, are they married? Are you married? No, no, I'm, I'm not married, and I have never been okay, married. Then, okay, you, then you're fair game. Ladies, he's fair game, okay? And he looked good, too. That's why I ask every man. I, say, I, I I'm not afraid to ask a man, are you married? Now, they say they're married, I walk in the other direction. They say they're not married. Right, you fair right. game to everybody, okay? So fair don't game. be surprised. <laughs> surprised that we all knocking at your door in the middle of the night and want you to sing "Let Me Love You Down." Don't 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 be surprised. Okay. Waiting after the show oh, for you. Okay. I mean, I'm sure you you sure got your groupies and stuff, right? Waiting for you after the shows and all of that stuff. Because you're know, fine. I saw love, your picture. You know? You're still fine. Well, I sure appreciate it. And, you know, it's just love for the music and, and appreciation. And, okay. I, and I definitely appreciate my friends. Definitely. Oh, that is so sweet. Now, I got one more question, and we're going to move on from uh, um, Ready for the World. Who is Sheila? Oh, Sheila. Well, Sheila is a fictional character that when I was writing a song, like I said, I was like 18 years old. I had the mm-hmm. music and the beat up. But the mm-hmm. thing about it was I came up with, like, uh, Old Lisa, old, you know, with different names that I tried at the time. And that Did you try Old Wanda? Thing, yes. Well, I might have. Did you try Old Wanda? Because <laughs> I was going to change my name to Sheila. That's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> but it was, you know, I was 18 and coming up with different names. But uh, Sheila, 
just rang in my head, and it just made sense. And the thing about it, we got caught up because it was during that time when Sheila E. and uh, Prince was out doing their thing, and people kind of got it confused, but... No, it was not about well, Sheila I did E. Too. It was just a fictional character. Really? I thought it was Sheila E, too. So I was thinking that, too. Oh, Sheila, you know, but I'm glad I didn't change my name to Sheila because uh, I guess you moved on from there. <laughs> um, what is yeah. your motivation of writing songs? I, I know my brother is a musician, and he says he dreams oh. about music. Do you dream about music? Mm-hmm. Do you, do, does, are I, you just walking and, and it just comes to you? Well, you know what? I am a melody guy. I am a mm-hmm. guy that first has to, the the music has to move me first. The music has to have its own life, and then I just kind of lay inside that music with melody of vocals and and something to sing about that I think is uh, powerful and interesting. But if I don't mm-hmm. have a great uh, musical driving, then I'm not that motivated. I may come up with hooks. While I'm laying down mm-hmm. in my bed, I might come up with lines to sing about, but I got to first mm-hmm. use that music to put the right words and melodies too. And so that's what okay. inspires me—a great musical track. And that's why I write music. I play the instrument. Um, a lot of the songs, like "Love You Down" and "Gently," and a lot of those songs, I play actually all the instruments, playing all the backgrounds on. Sometimes the group is not always available, and so mm-hmm. in the studio, sometimes you just have to get it done. And so I'll come up with that music, and once I hear something that I like doing musically, then I'll go ahead and be motivated to sing the song and put lyrics and a hook to it. Oh, wow. That did. And, and what instruments do you play? What all instruments do you play? I play the piano, keyboards, bass guitar, rhythm guitar. Um, I don't play drums, but I do play, uh, you know, a lot of the, the string instruments. And that, but my basics are the guitar piano, and bass guitar. Okay, great. So were you self-taught or you went to school for all this? or? No, I'm actually self-taught. Um, like I said, I grew up in a sports family, but for some mm-hmm. reason, um, music always kept coming back at me. I, uh, football was my sport. I played that through high school, and I'm a football mm-hmm. fanatic, so of course, I thought I was going to play professional football, but... Uh, I started getting into talent shows, and the girls started screaming. I'm like, huh, maybe this is mm-hmm. something I want to do. And, uh, and I just <laughs> yeah. had that God-given talent to write yes. music, even though I didn't know I had that talent. Uh, but I grew up, like I said, listening to a lot of blues because, uh, well, we're from Clarksdale, Mississippi, where a lot of people know that's where the B.B. Kings and a lot of your the mm-hmm. blues were started, actually. So that's what I grew oh, up yeah. learning and listening to, and I think that really helped me as well. Right, right, and 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 I have to ask you about the uh, music business today. Um, I know it's changed uh-huh. since you started, and before I'm just going to inject this. Before I knew everybody, I knew Stevie Wonder, I knew I knew uh, Earth Wind and Fire, I knew you, Ready for the World. I knew everybody. Maybe because I'm getting old, I don't know anybody anymore. Is is it right? I, um, there's so many out there, and they're and, and we have mm-hmm. the older groups like you that's still doing their thing and, and as good as they ever was. Then we got the uh, the, right. the one hit wonders, and then we got uh, people that's trying to get in. It's like everybody wants to be a star. I mean, before we just look, oh, these people are so awesome and they're so special, but everybody now is in the wow. How has it changed? Right. 
in your opinion? Uh, it has changed in the way uh, – well, I'll tell you what. It, it started off, I think, when um, technology became so prevalent in music. Um, you have a lot of people that now that have never picked up an instrument they can now go to a keyboard and push a button and it's doing all the work for them. So mm. once the public got a hold to the fact that it's not people playing instruments, but it's people just pushing buttons, it kind of made the audience feel like, where's the magic? And technology came in to help somewhat, but it also hindered because now it took away from the authenticity of people actually playing instruments and actually singing and mm. that soulful, spiritual vibe. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that a computer or a button can't give you is that spiritual spontaneousness that when you're singing and creating, you can't, you can't get that from a computer. You've got to actually sing that and play that. Mm-hmm. And so with mm-hmm. that technology a lot of your TV shows that kind of made it a how-to-do video on musicians and music, you know, and mm-hmm. I do like the American Idols and a lot of different things, but if you can imagine magicians, nobody wants to know how you did the trick. They want to be blown away by it. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of the television shows have kind of taken away from the mystique of being a musician, and yes. I think that kind of changed the music industry. And then we have technology that comes in and says, hey, you can get this music for free. You know, Ooh. you don't have to wait on the radio to hear it or buy it. You can just go ahead and stream it, and you can hear it any time for free. So that's what really hurt the record companies because now they're giving away product for free. And then the artists that are just now coming out, it's hard for them to ever go platinum because no one is really, you know, buying the records. They're just downloading it for free. So it kind of changed. Technology really put a change to the music industry. Um, Mm -hmm, And I would say that would mm -hmm. be the biggest contributor to how it's changed. I think we still have a lot of Mm -hmm. talented musicians and singers, uh, but Mm -hmm. I just think that uh, it's been, you know, challenged by by technology. Oh, yes. I agree with you totally. Uh, with the sh- the talent show, you, I guess I don't know if you remember the Ted Mack uh, talent show many many years ago, and you had the kids on and they would sing and everything. And now we have you know American Idol, Gary. When your next door neighbor can sing better than the people making the music, so you're like, okay, go to American <laughs> Idol, and you know it's right. scary, you know. And what because we idolized our musicians that, wow, you know, I could never do anything. I love going to see him play. I love the, you know, I'm, who comes in my mind is you also, but Frankie v- Beverly, I saw him live, and it's like, the, it's nothing like a live performance. The energy, that that positive right. energy that you feel, I mean, you can't replace right. it with anything. You, your whole body just feels good and it's just That's that ma- it is magic. It was always magic to me yeah. when I would go up here mm-hmm. a concert or, or I heard Luther's song, even with Luther's songs or, you know, or your song, I, you know, let me love you down. Wow, let me get somebody to love me down. Okay, all right. But, you know, you can't find it, so you next, you are the best next thing. You know, I'll hear him singing. But, you know, right. he still, we right. still so much with through the music, but that is gone now because it's so – I don't remember this – I don't know the groups anymore. I feel old because I don't know who's <laughs> who. 
I'm still back in the Brian McKnight. Well, I love Brian McKnight. He is my main right, man. Okay, right. I've seen him live like three times. Every time you come to town, I I see him. So um, I right. I agree with you nice. on that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I always liked that mystique. And, you know, uh, uh, right. uh, Will Downey. You know when he sings, oh my God! You know right. you, you can't replace that. Right. You can't you can't put that in the computer. That's a and you are vibe. right, right. right. That's, that's, what that's I mean feeling by the spirit, good. You know. Okay, right. so. Right. You you're not only a musician and a songwriter and a producer. You're also a uh, entrepreneur. And I did see your uh, videos. That I thought was really really nice on perseverance because especially in your oh, okay. business or any other business, you have you gonna have your bad days. You are gonna feel like I just don't want to do this no more. And but you got to keep it right. going. You got. How did you get to that point? Because I know you had your ups and your downs. And tell me about that. Right. Well, I think that anything in life, you know, we're going to have our challenges, you know, and I think you have to stay focused on your goals because no one said it was going to be easy. And you got to celebrate your successes and you got to celebrate even your challenges because they make you stronger because it's not a, a script that said, okay, this is going to be easy. So if you want to be, you know, great in music or great in sports, there are going to be some challenges. That's just the way of life, but it dictates who you are. Either you're going to fold or you're going to go ahead and tighten up your boots, figure out a way to win. And what I mean by win is to fulfill yourself. You know, everybody has their different goals of what success means. You know, to me it might be this, to you it might be that. And whatever that Mm -hmm. is for you, you shouldn't let anything hold you back from you going forward. And like I've always said, the worst thing is never trying. It's nothing wrong with failing. It's nothing wrong if something doesn't work out. It may be painful, mm-hmm. but the worst part about it is if you never even try. That exactly. is the worst thing to do because I don't believe in regret. I don't believe in going back and saying I would have, should have, could have because I'm going to mm-hmm. go after it uh, regardless of what it is. Whether I get it or not is one thing, but you won't see me not going after it. And that's what I try to encourage people you know, go after it regardless of the obstacles that's in your way. You're so right. When I heard you say that, I was like, wow, good-looking, talented, and smart, too. I said, oh, that's a combination right there. (laughs) Okay? I was like, I was very impressed with that video. I'm like, wow, he must be married. I got two or three wives. I don't know. I didn't understand it, but I said I thought thought that was an awesome video. Huh? Thank you. What did you say? Thank you. You said two or three wives. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I was, I was thinking. You know, he 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 got this going on. He know how to do with the loving, and he's smart too. And usually you get one or the others, yes. but uh, you got it all. You got the to- to- total package. The total package. Oh, thank you. So, oh, you. you're making, you're making me blush now. Me. <laughs> really? I wish I could see it. Where are you blushing at? Okay. <laughs> so you forgive me. I forgive me. I, I I get all focused and everything, but I do I did really like oh, that no, video because good. it just said some really awesome things. So tell me what you're doing now. I mean, I know when you go on concert, everybody wants to hear the older songs, and that's why people like going to concerts and seeing the, the, our stars. Oh, yeah. You are a star because we we know when we go what we gonna hear. Right. You know, we gon we gonna hear we gonna hear these. And this is what they want. 
You know, they want to hear this. And I, it's a song that I liked, You Complete Me. You wrote that song. You okay. Complete Me? Yes, I wrote the song. I, I love did, that uh, song. Love, thank you. Thank you. I love Minnie Ripperton. I grew up listening to Minnie Ripperton. She was like, uh, you know, when I was a kid, this big mm-hmm. uh, voice. And mm. a buddy of mine, Jimmy, Jimmy Juarez, he actually came with a track. I was out in California, and uh, Eddie Griffin, the comedian Eddie Griffin, uh, him, myself, yeah. and Jimmy, we actually were working together out in California by doing mm-hmm. musical things at the time. And Jimmy came to me with this Minnie Ripperton track, and I'm like, oh, dude, you have no idea, you know, how much I love Minnie Ripperton. And so I heard it, and I laid inside of it. And came up with my my version of what I felt from that music, you know. And like I said, when mm-hmm. I hear music, I and I love it. I I pretty much can write to it. So mm-hmm. that's how that uh, you completely came about was that it just felt right. Mm-hmm. I love how that. I, I love I I love that title. You complete me. Because if somebody really completes you, that is just the best feeling in the whole wide world. I mean, nothing. I know people say this is my soulmate, you know, okay, all day long. No, no, no. You com- so if, if a man say, baby, you complete me, I'm gone, okay? I'm going to fall down. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm not <laughs> never going nowhere, okay? I'm not leaving, I know okay? That's right. You know, huh? I know that's right. I know it, I know it. I was hoping that you would say that, but you didn't You didn't get the cue. I was hoping that you would say you complete me, but you missed that cue, so that's all right. I know where your head is. I missed at. it. Uh-huh. Um, what? No, no. Hello? I said, no, I said I missed uh, I missed that one. Then, huh? <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Okay, I work fast. We have like about eight minutes left, and I, I want to um, uh, get to um, what you're doing now. I mean, I know you got just the, the, the hit songs, and I know what everybody wants, but you got some new music, which is awesome, also because you're a really, really good songwriter. I love your music. I really do. And I appreciate um, it. I really do. Yeah, you, you're a really awesome songwriter. I mean, you're a professional songwriter. You're not, you know, I, and, and I say professional and accomplished. Right. Okay, like a lot of people cannot say accomplished. I mean, accomplished just means I'm out there doing it. Okay, what are you doing now? And right. are you touring? Where are you touring? Where are you going to be at? When can I come see you? I'm going to fly out tomorrow. What? Where are you? Where, <laughs> what's going on? Well, every summer, uh, Melvin Riley, myself, uh, ready for the world. Uh, we go out and we tour usually from around, I'd say April till about November every, pretty much every year. So we will either be overseas or we'll be here in the states. So we actually mm-hmm. got back from Atlanta. Uh, we just did a show with Tony, 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 uh, True, Fortune Bees. Yeah, Ooh, we just yeah. had that the other week in Atlanta. And this week, wow. uh, well, actually April fifth, we will be in Detroit. It'll be ready for the world in Drew Hill in Detroit, April fifth, uh, at the it? Motor City. Oh yeah, yeah, we are looking forward to it. It's, well, we're from Michigan, so you know we're going to okay, be in yeah. Detroit, and that's going to be a great so, show uh, with us in Drew Hill. I know, Hill. I would love, I would so love we, to uh, see that. But oh, you're yeah. next door. Yeah, we, uh, we Have you been in Milwaukee before? Huh? Have you oh, been yeah. Milwaukee? Been in Milwaukee? There's a delay. So everybody, it's a delay. It's a it's a delay. So have you been to Milwaukee oh, before? Oh, we, uh, we definitely want to go back to Milwaukee. <laughs> okay, because we love you. Yeah, we. 
Oh, yeah. And you know what? Every time we've gone to Milwaukee and in that area, if, if it was not Chicago, we used to go to Milwaukee. Uh, we have not been to Milwaukee mm-hmm. in a while. Uh, but the love wow. was in Milwaukee when we were there back in the 90s. We were there again. But we have not been in Milwaukee in a while. So, hey, you guys go ahead and call for Ready for the World, and we will be in Milwaukee. Well, I'm calling now. I'm call- I'm talking to the main man, uh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Riley. Yes, I want you to come to Milwaukee, and I want to take your picture. I'm a photographer also and a videographer. That's but I want to take your picture, and oh, then, right. you know, um, It'll be private, and then you know. I saw the last <laughs> picture of you. You could take, you could possibly just kind of like uh, take your shirt off. I mean, look, I'm you know I'm not gonna argue with you if you try to. Oh, if you want to take a little something something off, you know, I don't have a problem with it at all. I wouldn't be offended. So uh, I'm just you trying to let you know that. But I'd love to take your picture. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> and I Thank would you keep for it in my private collection. Huh? What'd you say? I said, well, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> okay. I, I said I keep that in my private collection, okay? Nobody else will see but my eyes, okay? So, okay. Um, again, That's we have up. about, okay, we have about less than five minutes. What What would you tell um, young musicians or artists or singers or whatever um, uh, about this business and what they should do to be successful because, you know, you wrote the book. You've written the book on being successful because how long um, have um, Ready for the World been around? How long have you guys been around? We've actually been around 35 years. 35? That's a long time. So you can give us some words of wisdom to young – because everybody, you know, oh, yeah. I, unfortunately – uh, a lot of people. I want to be. I want to be a star. I, I mean, no. You know, I want to be a star. I want to be a star. I, I think it's about the work. But everybody says you got to be. The, you got to yeah. do the work first. Then maybe you might become a star. But what would you want to tell somebody right. young? I want to get in the business. I, I want to be a star. I want to be like you, uh, Mr. Riley. What would you? What would you say to him? Well, in today's climate, you know, with the music industry, you have to mm-hmm. go ahead and make some changes to modify it to be successful. I think what's succeeding right now is a lot of independent promotion. And what I mean by that, with record companies suffering from record sale loss, uh, from artists not actually getting the radio airplay that they deserve, you have to go ahead and go the social media route first. Now, back in the day, social media was not around to this degree. But to get out there now, you really have to go ahead and take social media serious and create a social media audience uh, because you may not get the airplay, radio airplay, unless you're with a major. And the majors are even squinting at paying the money they promote artists because they're not getting the returns they'd like to see. So I would say the new artists, new rappers, new singers, build your social media base. Uh, put your live performances on social media. Put your songs on social media. Uh, create that vibe with your audience because people love music. They love great songs. And who knows mm-hmm. what can come out of your audience if you just continue to give them good music. And, yeah, you're going to have to give it away for free for them to hear first. But that can also mm-hmm. create people wanting to come and see you. So let's just say a young lady that is great, in Atlanta that has great songs, a great voice, great talent, showcase that on your social media. 
and hold little small events for yourself in communities, maybe a club or maybe a small venue that you say, hey, I'm going to have a concert once you build your audience up and just have concerts mm-hmm. in these certain areas. But, you know, that's the way it is nowadays. You have to win on that social media platform. And then once you win on that, maybe you can get a record company that want to invest some money into you and take you globally or nationally because now mm-hmm. they believe in you. They see the response you're getting from your social media base. And so they can recognize talent and say, hey, they've got a great platform on social media. Let's take a chance and try to do a record single. Once that single blows up, then that can pretty much create a new wave of things for you. But I would definitely Mm -hmm. say social media is the route to go in today's climate. It was not like that a long time ago, but if you want to adjust it today, definitely get you a social media person that really knows the business of social media and, and work it work it the best way you can. Oh, that's some great, great information and um I love it. I love I enjoy talking to you. I have about a six thirty seconds left. I wanna say thank you, Mr. Melvin Riley from the group Ready oh. for the World. My God, you are awesome. Uh, I hope to talk to you again. And good luck. Oh, yeah. And then we'll, let's try to get something together where you can come here and, and, and even do my other show uh, where we have entrepreneurs oh. and people on there trying to get ahead. And that's videotape, so that's no problem there. I got I got you. I Great. got you on the videotape, so we okay. can do that. I want to say thank you, Melvin, again, and much love, and I talk, I'll talk. i talk to you soon. Say, say goodbye to all your fans. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. I love all my fans. I love the people. And I hope to see Milwaukee very soon. I do, too. Thank you. And have an awesome tour. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye.